Even though he'd just rapidly accelerated his red Tesla towards the gates at the end of the track, Carl Volen halted the car in the snow and quickly jumped back out. The headlights only illuminated the dark terrain a few feet ahead, and he looked down at his squeaking boots as they compacted the fresh fall underfoot. The driving flakes crackled against the scarf covering his mouth, and he leaned over the windscreen. The left wiper had jammed again. It only ever seemed to get stuck when he was in a hurry, and he felt his curses for it happening on this particular night, heating the lower half of his face. Carl tried to slide the wiper over the glass. It wouldn't budge, but it was a question of timing. He watched the arcing of the working blade and then shoved the frozen arm at the same time. It juddered against the pain and joined the rhythm of the other. Carl stood from his hunched position and quickly headed back to his door. He just had his fingers under the handle when he saw a shape illuminated by the headlights. A man was standing in front of the Tesla. Whatever he was doing on Carl's property, he'd come a long way off the main road. It was a ten-minute drive to his closest neighbor. The top half of the figure's yellow puffer was plastered white, his features barely visible through the fur-lined tube of his hood. But Carl wasn't mistaken about what he was holding in his raw fist. It was a hatchet, and the blade was dulled by dark blood that was smudged all over his knuckles and up the sleeve of the coat. Carl remained motionless, his fingertips curled under the plastic handle. The intruder didn't move. Carl pulled the scarf down from his mouth. You're trespassing. The intruder shifted slightly from foot to foot. I need your help. A weak and muffled male voice replied. The stranger took a pace forward. Stay where you are. Carl clicked up the handle. The hatchet remained rigid in the intruder's hand. He paused for a second before hurtling towards Carl with frightening energy. Carl knew there was about seven or eight paces between the car and the intruder. He yanked open the door, dropped into the seat, and simultaneously pulled it shut. He hadn't lifted his foot inside in time, however, and the metal closed hard on his ankle. Gulping back a scream, he pulled himself in. He saw a flash of yellow pass the side window and tugged on the door again. It slammed on another obstruction, and momentarily Carl thought he'd trapped his leg a second time. A hiss of agony above him swiveled his head, and he could see the stranger had one arm inside the car. But it was a woman's scream that made the figure stagger away from the vehicle. Carl yanked the door shut and locked it. I'm calling the police! Carl turned to where Marta was sitting in the back seat, rummaging through her suede patchwork bag for the phone. Quickly! He peered through the driver's side, but the intruder had stumbled into the darkness beyond. His ankle pumped, but his adrenaline had temporarily anesthetized it. He could hear Marta frantically unzipping the inner pocket of her bag. Do you know him? I didn't recognize his voice. Carl shifted his eyes to the track illuminated by the headlights. Both wipers could barely contend with the snowfall. You're positive? We have to go, now. It's going to take us half an hour to get to Tromso. Carl put his hands back on the wheel. Carl!
The stranger appeared to the left of the headlights and stood directly in their path. He held out his left bloody palm in an official gesture to stop. Is he insane? Drive through him! Carl swallowed. I can't do that. He's got a fucking hatchet. Drive at him! I can't accelerate enough. He'll have to stand aside. If we antagonize him, he'll attack. He has already. Do it! Carl put his foot hard on the pedal, but as they surged towards him, the figure stood his ground.